Hello, you are about to listen to another episode of Beyond Clean, a podcast where we talk about everything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. I am your host, Dave Thompson. Yes, we are in Season 4. We broadcast out of Orlando, Florida. This is where the cleaning industry talks about everything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. We would love to have you on the show, so reach out to me, D. Thompson at academyofcleaning.com or at 888-999-6059. Be sure to listen to our live streaming that we will be doing this year on Podbean. Now, for today's show, let's get started. Good afternoon, folks. This is Dave Thompson. I am the director of the Academy of Cleaning Excellence, and you are listening to Beyond Clean with Ace. We are live on Podbean Live this afternoon. It's a Thursday afternoon. It is the 20th of February. And if you've been uh, following us on any of our YouTube or our podcast uh, before, we are in season four. And today we are actually, well, on stage. Episode 9. Yes, that's right. Already 9 episodes. Of course, it's almost the end of February, so it should be that many. (laughs) You did not come on the podcast today to listen to me talk. Well, maybe a little bit, but not mainly. We have a special guest uh, with us this afternoon. He is out of Chicago. Uh, I'm sure that the weather is a little different where I am than him, but we'll dispense with that. I want to tell you that, you know, some of the things are interesting. I've met Ricky at a number of different places over the last uh, year and a half. And I didn't know until I did some research that he's actually started his fourth company now. And you know what? Until I actually read some other stuff, I didn't know that his building service contract company, now I knew he had that. (laughs) I had no idea it was worth millions of dollars and it only took him and his wife seven years to put it together i've got some other things i want to ask but ricky are you on the air with us yes i am yes i am thank you for having me well ricky let's uh, let you tell people a little bit more of the details of what i didn't say right there so that everybody's coming on kind of get an idea of why should they listen to ricky out of chicago uh well i mean you know there's there's a lot of people to listen to but I, i i definitely got a lot of uh ups and downs in in the last seven years that you know you could definitely learn a lot from some of the mistakes or you know pros and cons of of the industry that i've gone through myself uh but yeah i mean you you nailed it with you know it's been seven years started the business with my wife uh marley and my cousin tony that's actually where the name came from is my my cousin tony's last name is pedroza mine is regalado you merge those last names together. That's where the word Rosalotto came from, which is the name of the the building services contract company, which I like. And that's something that I'd love to talk to you about, too, is like I, you always hear BSC, commercial cleaning company, facility service company. It's like, what you know, what defines which one or do do they all mean the same thing? I mean, that's always a topic I'd always love to talk about, too. Go for it. It's your show, man. Come oh, on, let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, you know, what 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 defines these companies? You know, I've caught myself already. I've changed my name from Rosalado Cleaning to Rosalado Services to, you know, we are a single source solution. But so it's interesting to, to hear how people address, you know, our companies. 
Um, but in general, I think we're just we're part of the building services space, the facility services space, right? And well, well yeah. If you look if you look at the budgets that our services come from, it's facilities maintenance, facility services. It's not one or another. But when you look at that budget, we are the largest part of that budget. Yeah, you nailed. Hey, another that's great point of of uh, topic right there because just two years ago. Up until then, I always just said, we're a commercial cleaning company. But I went and I attended my first uh, conference for property management. You know, I was targeting commercial property companies or commercial real estate property management companies. And it was Cushman Wakefield at the time, which is a good client of ours right now. And they specified that. They, in that meeting, it was for a lot of minority owners here in Chicago, you know, not just cleaning, but really everything, landscape, you know, plumbing, electrical, uh, IT services, everything. And that's the number one thing they touched on that has hit home with me is janitorial services really falls under facility maintenance and really is almost 30 to 40 to 50% of these budgets go towards cleaning. You know, so they, as, at times you think, you know, do people recognize the work that we do? Do they know how important cleaning and janitorial is for a building? Well, I mean, if we're that, that amount of percentage of a budget, then I think they do, right? I mean, I think they definitely know that we are a very important piece of the services in their building. We are, Ricky, but you know, the thing is, is we don't articulate that value. And I think that's why we have our podcast that you're on today. Thank you for joining us today on our live podcast, because this is what this podcast is about, is to let people know the value and get people to come on the air and talk about the value that we have. We need to articulate this value because if we don't, who's going to? Yeah, that's and it's all about value add. You're you're 100% right. Going back to that, that's why we describe ourselves when we're talking about you know who we are, what do we offer, the whole about us presentation to clients is we are a single source solution partner. You know, well, what does that mean, Rick? You know, what do you, I know you do cleaning, you do this. No, well, here's a presentation. Here's what we, you know, we come in, we're here today for janitorial, but we also offer supply ordering management. We also offer floor care services. Well, what's floor care? Well, carpet cleaning, tile and grout scrub, you know, epoxy floor scrubbing, you know, so many different services that if you don't identify them and highlight them to a client, because I see it all the time is, they just think we're just cleaning companies. But if you say we do so much more, and you know, by the way, we offer facility maintenance services such as, you know, plumbing, electrical, and, and so on, it, it, you gotta like beat it down into the client because the, they will always forget. You're one pager, they see it one day, it's gone the next. So it's almost continuously getting in front of the client to share your service offerings. I had a gentleman on the line on podcast with me on Monday. Um, and if you've listened to our podcast before, uh, Ryan was on, and he was talking about building a relationship with clients. And, and as an entrepreneur, we need to know how to do that. There's a very definitive way that he talked about it. In his program, he talked about bread. And one of the interesting things is that before he went to each different acronym, he said, we have to get permission and make sure that everybody is on the same page with us. I think what you're talking about, Ricky, is just because we said it once doesn't mean they retain that information. Oh, we no. need to say it again. We need to say it in a different way because everybody hears it differently. Uh, you can't just throw the laundry list out there and expect it to always be remembered. Not like you. They've got everything else. That's why they called you. 
Yeah, no, that's exactly right. It's just setting up, you know, what we have with one of our biggest clients here in Chicago is we have weekly stand-ups. So our weekly stand-up is done not only through our Slack channel with them, um, you know, and that's how important we are actually to that company is that we have a channel. Okay, so before you go any further, Ricky, yeah, explain some of these details about what we're talking about. Who, what, what is a Slack channel? All right, so Slack channel is just another, you know, it's a piece of technology that allows your internal organization to communicate, you know, wherever they are. Uh, it's a very easy messaging tool, but it really brings it all together and leverages everybody's departments within it. That's how we do it. We're, you know, it's all department based. But with this client, they have a facilities channel and they gave us access to that channel so that we communicate with them about anything related to facilities. You know, and that's the only channel we have access to. But it's just, it, it intertwines the communication on a daily basis to then lead up to our, which we had today at 11.30, was our weekly stand-up to talk about yesterday and then to talk about tomorrow, right? And that's all it's for is yesterday meaning last week, tomorrow meaning next week, because we manage 62 facilities, you know, 62 locations of their portfolio. So there's a lot going on. So there's a lot to talk about. And we're always still having to reiterate we can handle the snow plowing management. We have a partner out in the city. We can handle pest control. We have, you know, we, we have partners in these different cities that handle these different services. But like you said, they, they've got so much going on, they don't know. You know, they're, they're gonna, you know, call whoever they've called before, but you just gotta continue to reiterate the service offering that you give to them. And, and it'll, sooner or later, it catches up, which it, which it has with us. And you just start to see, it's funny, you see, this uh there's a big spreadsheet with the client that has facility portfolio vendors we're seeing our name more and more on that sheet because they're just they're realizing how much more in depth we can get with them and the thing is is you're the one that has to continue to reinforce that every time that you get an opportunity just because you've said it once doesn't mean that it's retained to the next person because you know these people change people they change needs or go, somebody says oh who was the last one we used well i don't know i don't have that we are the ones that have to continue to do this. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because it, it's, you, you never think it's going to happen, but it happens every single time that, you know, your contact leaves. Your contact leaves. You got you to gotta embed your brand. You know, Rosalato is so embedded with somebody's clients that they already know. It's like, it's fun. It's like the funny commercials out there is, when somebody leaves and then somebody else comes into the position, they're like, hey, well, you know, who do we call for this? You want to be that person that they say, oh, call Rosalato, right? Or call Dave's Cleaning Company. Like, you've got to be that name. That means you did a good job at reiterating who you are as a partner for that, for that client. So it really doesn't matter when somebody leaves a position. It's because it's a matter of time. Everybody ends up leaving. Office manager, facility manager, director of building services. They all you know, they don't stay in their position that long. Everybody's always moving. Okay, so for the entrepreneurs that are out there listening to us live or on the recorded version that will come up later, let's talk to the entrepreneurs out there that are starting. You've, you've started three companies, you're now on your fourth, you've made something. Give some words of wisdom to any, I mean, hey, you, you and I both know, we got the ups and the downs, so give me the good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the bad is always the beginning, uh, but there's always yeah. ugly throughout, right? Because <laughs> yeah, what, I, what I talk about is, you know, I did the cleaning the first three years of business. I literally, me and my wife cleaned 16, 17, 18, 20 hour days. 
I underbid a, a strip and wax job one time. We ended up working 24 hours straight for an eight hour bid. We went through many bad bads in our life. And you um, didn't do that again, right? Oh, no, no. We got better and better. Oh, yeah. We got better and better. Uh, but you have to fail first, right? That, that's always a popular common saying is you got to fail first. I'm always failing every single year, which allows me to get better the next year. Anybody but, that's successful has failed. They uh, just may yeah. not be telling you. Yeah, they may not be telling you. I talk about my failures all the time. I here in our in our office, I tell people own your department, own your position, because that's what but now, I like. I started. Go ahead. But Ricky, they're not failures. That's experience. No, it's experience. No, for sure. Yeah, that's that's actually. I mean, I mean, experience isn't all the good stuff. Experience yeah. is all the bad and the good. That's how you gain experience. You have nothing to judge good if there's no bad. I like that. I'm gonna write that one down right now. <laughs> Well, but it's true, and I've sure. done it as well as sure. you have. I've been there myself. I mean, I still do it today. If you're not, if you don't experience one of those fall on your face moments, you haven't found the boundary of where you're at. You never grow. Yeah, no, and that's you've grown. You've you're you're on your fourth company. This worth seven million dollars. Come on. Yeah, no, and it's it's grit, man. It's really grit, and it's empowering the people around you. That's how that's how we've gotten to where we've gotten. Is like I was saying allowing people to own their positions and roles. Cause I never, that's why I went into entrepreneurship is every job I had before leading up to this, I was a number, uh, I really wasn't listened to. I had a lot, I'm an idea guy, right? I have a lot of ideas that I wanna implement. And when you keep being told no, and no, that's not, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, it leads to, well, I'm gonna do something about it myself. So then what I did in return is I allow a lot of people within this organization to act on their ideas you know, some are bad, some are bad ideas and they learn and they're like, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but it's, they attempted, they tried, they saw that it wasn't good so that they got better. So what were the other three companies if you care to join, uh, share? Well, no, yeah, so, well, no, Rosalato is the first company, right? Uh, and it's still, I'm, I'm in it every day. Um, Rosa Contractors is the second company that is a general contracting maintenance division within the company. Uh, and then I also, I'm a partner in a, screen printing organization. Uh, some of my best friends that they run a screen printing shop. Uh, we developed a software for that industry, which is really what kicked off my idea and my vision for what is the third company in actuality is Route, right? It's, it's a software application for the sales side and the front end of the cleaning industry where everything relates to it though. That's why it's been easy, Dave. It's all, it all has to do with building services and facility services. So it's, man, talk about being able to talk shop when you walk into any setting that whether it's for an RFP for the cleaning bid, whether it's an RFP for the maintenance contract, or whether it's a, it's a cleaning company that wants to learn about route, I am able to talk about all three topics or aspects of the businesses because they're all relatable. You know, talk about, it's, it's, it's like the best best thing I could have ever done for myself is to just completely dig deep into our industry because I'm doing so many things in this industry. And I, and I, and I just have to give you kudos for doing that because you and your wife and you, I think you said your cousin? Correct, yeah. Yeah, all three of you are doing this together. So you've kept it in the family, but oh, yeah. it, it, it still, all of you are, are benefiting. But it as you said, it didn't come easy. So for the entrepreneurs that are, you know, starting their small businesses, they're not $7 million. They're, 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 they're even happy to have $200,000 in billable sales this year. 
what's going to be some of the advice to them? I mean, you know, I see it here at the academy. We have people that are just getting started or in their first year. What would you tell them if you were sitting here in a classroom with them? I mean, I, and this is something that even Dave, you probably see this in some of these Facebook groups that are out there. I mean, cleaning is a very, it's, it's a lonely industry if you're doing it yourself first, but it's, it's not a glamorous, but I'll tell you, it's as close to recession proof as you can get. <laughs> it is, it can become lucrative if, if, mm -hmm. if approached and done right. Mm -hmm. But I would say clean your entire first year first. Don't even worry about the business. Clean your own accounts first. So don't hire anybody. You need to do don't all even the hire. Don't even hire. Yeah, well, keep the money yourself. It's probably not going to be as much because you may underbid in the beginning, right? And you just want so now to why should so why should they do all of the hard work in the first year? I mean, because if you don't do it, you're never going to know what that means three, four, five, six years down the road when you actually have others working for you doing the work. You've got to be in the know. You know, you can't get anything past me, my my wife, my cousin, my you know, my aunt, my late father. We all did this in the beginning where we knew what it took to clean these accounts, how to carpet clean, how to strip and wax, how to window wash. So it's so easy to talk about it and sell these services to clients because we did it. You know, we did it ourselves. You know, I see people that want to learn how to win business, you know, the second month in to the industry. Well, you don't even know the business that you're selling. You don't even know how to carpet clean. So how are you going to sell <laughs> carpet cleaning? Like it's so easier to sell strip and wax when you did it first, because then People feel that conversation and that sense of experience when you're walking and you're walking the walk with them. You know, and you're like, hey, you know, yeah, you know what's going to happen here? This is, you know, it's really damp down here in the basement. This is going to take extra time to dry. Let's, we're going to have to do three or four extra coats. And like when you're talking like that, this client's going to say, wow, this person knows what they're talking about. Like, right. And, that, and that's what you're, t you're saying. So the first of the year, they have to gain the experience by doing it themselves. Get, yep. How long How long does it take them, do you figure, before they're going to be, you know, I, I would say being able to make money, break even. You know, everybody asks these same questions. Yeah, and so from somebody sure. that's done it, let's tell I, them. Yeah. So I would tell you my two years in is when I was finally able to pay myself, like, you know, call it 45 45,000 a year, 50,000, which six years ago, you know, five years ago to me was, was out, that was okay. I was okay with that because I was my own boss, right? So I was, you're, this is not a, you're not gonna make six figures your first, second year. This is not, if you do, kudos to you. You know, tell me how you got there <laughs> because then I wanna know. But I mean, you gotta gradually grow, right? Like how I started to do it was, I would tell my wife, all right, if we wanna hire somebody to work 40 hours, and we're gonna pay them 15 bucks an hour, 14 bucks an hour. We've gotta, we've gotta find X amount of sales to then have 20% profit margin to then be able to pay for that, right? Because these accounts gotta pay for their, for the the cost. Like it, you don't have the luxury of hiring a salary person. Probably, you know, at least your second year is when you could start to think that way because who's paying for it? You know, your profits are paying for it, and if you you want to make money yourself. You got to make profits enough to make money for yourself to then hire a salary. So it's, you got to start thinking that way, right? In the beginning, you can take one day a week accounts, two day a week accounts. And I, I say do it because you add four or five of those up and they're all in an area that somebody could service all four or five. You're starting to build some hours for an employee and you're mm -hmm. starting to make some money, right? Like everybody always wants the five day a week, 5,000 a month accounts. You need good talent to keep those accounts though. And you just don't jump right into those the first no, year. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. All my, uh, Dave, I laugh because 
my my biggest wins in my second into third year were like some some restaurants that I won that were like five six seven k a month you know bangers they were my wow I'm like I could do this I got it I could win these big accounts but my first two years were one day a week two day a week 300 a month 400 a month I had 32 accounts that equated or I don't even know if that's a word but it equaled in my <laughs> it is now in, in my second into third year I landed three big accounts in my in my opinion they were big for me right five six seven thousand a month and with two accounts I was making more money with two accounts than the third the first 32 accounts that I that I I started with so, so what did you learn in three four and five years well keep getting those big accounts and, and find good <laughs> staff because I mean what you know an account that's one day a week is going to be the same complaints as an account that's five days a week but you just I feel like you just got to live through that and it's the people that do that you talk shop with them and you're like, all right, this guy, this guy knows what he's talking about. He, you know, he, he started from the bottom up. That's for sure. Not, and, and I'm not saying it's that somebody can't just walk into, you know, and buy a cleaning company that has existing business. Cause that's, that's okay too. But I would say, if you do that, go, like we said, go in there and start cleaning those existing business accounts before you start hiring. You don't even know how to do it yourself. Folks, going to take a slight little break here. This live podcast on Podbean Live is brought to you by Jim Supply in Central uh, Florida. They have been improving lives with cleaning supplies since 1930. The Academy of Cleaning Excellence is proud to be sponsored by them. And, you know, somebody has to make these podcasts and all of this stuff possible because, as Ricky said, it doesn't happen overnight. They've been in business for 90 years. So if you're in Central Florida or you're anywhere in the United States and need some cleaning supplies to help improve your lives, come on to Jim Supply. Ricky. Yes, sir. You said, uh, as you're talking with other people and stuff, I want to know, what is cleaning and cocktails? Oh, yeah. We just launched that uh last week and we're we're about to do another episode this week coming up so it's just i got i got colleagues and i got friends right here in my backyard in chicago and these guys you know all you know mark's 12 million saul's like two two million juan's like four or five million came from morgan stanley who was a trader on the on the stock exchange smart guys young hungry and just growing their businesses so I was like, dude, you guys, you know, we're, we all know each other. We all, you know, we're fairly all the same age. We all hang out. Let's let's just do something to have fun and actually show people that this industry can be fun. It's hard, but if you have people that you collaborate with, you know, and who, how better to collaborate than have a cocktail, right? And have a drink. You know, you start drinking two, three drinks. You start saying some more funny things, which as you saw in the episode, it probably gets funnier towards the end because then everybody's already two, three stiff drinks in. in. So it's just... It was a way for me to just bring these guys together and try something out. And man, we are getting a lot of uh, just reception I never thought we would get on just our first episode. Well, maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. You know, I don't have a cocktail here with me. Yeah. You know? So maybe my podcast would be a little bit more lively, huh? Yeah, we got to get you on. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I was actually going to talk to you about that too. Is uh, on one of these shows that are coming up, maybe if you're at CBE or, of course, here in Chicago at the ISSA. Uh, doing a show with you, 
you know, there's hotel lobby bars everywhere. There's bars everywhere. Oh, you know, I'll be there, man. I'm going to, uh, you're, you and I both. Now, since you mentioned it, Hey, okay, folks, you're live here with us. It's live show. We're going to tell you just what's coming off the top of our head. We're both going to be at the clean buildings expo next month. Hey, Ricky, did you know, uh, the, the Academy of cleaning excellence has got a whole rock star day on Monday before the conference. I did not know that. No. Oh, is, it, oh, is it going to be one of the, the same, like that workshop that you had last time? That oh, it's going to be bigger than that. It's five oh. sessions. It's a whole long day. The full rock star series of uh, the five courses. So cool. uh, I think cool. we start like at nine o'clock in the morning, get finished four o'clock in the afternoon. Nice. Nice. Long day of talking shop on cleaning. I love it. Oh, yeah, but it's so fun. We have been going around the country with it all year long. Hey, did you see, uh, speaking of new things, did you see where we actually uh, went out and presented the first ever national rock star custodian for next last year? No, I did not see. Well, Ricky, you're going to have to keep up with me. There's a I lot gotta, of things we're doing, man. I got I to keep up. I got to keep up. <laughs> we had 92,000 nationwide votes. And this lady won 42,000 of them. Wow. Now, I, I, I nominated one of my people, right? Didn't yes, you did. And that's why I had to say, you need to yeah. keep up with this. Yeah. Yeah. Now, cool. yes, and, and, and folks, Ricky uh, nominated one of his. Uh, I think you actually made it in the 12 finalists, but it didn't quite make 42,000 votes. No, nah, that's a lot of votes, man. I don't know that many people. <laughs> now, here's what we're going to be doing also at Clean Buildings Expo during that Rockstar Day. The runner-up had 32,000 votes. And we're going to be making a presentation to the runner up there in Baltimore. But this is what we're talking about. You know, we can do these podcasts and we can do this collaboration with other people virtually anywhere now because of the technology. Wow. Yeah, no, that's what technology does, man. It really just improves and leverages just the entire industry to be able to collaborate in a more efficient way. That's for sure. Now, the reason I thought the cleaning and cocktails was interesting is because I ran my business back in the 80s, and I started a little group back then. We didn't have everything we have now, and it was competitors. And a lot of them were like, oh, I don't know. I don't, wanna, I don't wanna talk with my competitors. And I said, hey, we all have to get together and, and talk about what we're doing and uplift our profession and bring value to it. And this is something that I have found, and I'm asking, you're, you're, you're now in, like you said, first session, but is this what you're going to, is getting more people in this industry to talk and, and bring about a better value to the cleaning service contracting? A hundred percent, man. I mean, I, I've got the, the, I've got an advantage of the fact that now because I've rolled out route and I, you know, I have a software for the space that, you know, our customers that we're targeting are who you would say are my competitors, but in my case, I'm calling them colleagues. So then what that just continued to do is just say, well, why can't we continue to talk and have good conversations, empower each other, um, really just make, you said it, bring value to this industry, right? Is if, you know, if people are going to look at the industry and try to lowball us on pricing and, and just think, oh, cleaning, oh, it can't be that expensive or, you know, you're crazy for charging this much. Let's show them why, right? Let's, everybody that was on that cleaning and cocktail show, they've all brought value in many different ways. And I'm, I learned two things I already took away from that 
sit-down session that before that I wasn't doing, I, I didn't implement. And you think that, yeah, you could say, well, Rick, that's crazy. You guys are all from Chicago. You guys compete. I could tell you right now, I think I've lost one account and I think that was to Juan who's on that. But we didn't even know that we were losing an account to him. And he lost an account to me that he didn't even know he lost it to me. Saul, same thing. Like we've all lost or won an account over each other. We didn't even know about it. We didn't even care about it because there's just so much business. Those that, that means nothing, right? All we know is how do we help each other get better? These guys are, we're texting each other. Hey, Rick, what's the prevailing wages? Do you have that spreadsheet you were talking about? Juan, same thing. Rick, connect me to that, you know, that uh, supplier that you have. I really like the way he was talking to you. I'm going to use him too. That's the point. Like, let's get each other even more tools in the toolbox. Give us some more arsenal to go back to now the clients. Because every time we show more value, what does that do? Increase the price, which brings more value, which brings more revenue to us and takes us away from that whole facade of, ah, you know, 20 bucks an hour, that's crazy. I'm not paying that. You guys should be, nobody should charge less than 25 an hour, in my opinion. And that's even low. But we got to bring it together and show people why. Well, folks, you've heard it here, and we just have some people that have come online. Um, we have somebody wanting to call in. Let's let's do a little check here, see if uh, um, Ricky, you uh, you game for a little bit of live connection and see what oh. the caller wants to talk about. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Okay, well, let's see what happens here. You're on the air live with Ricky and Dave. What? Got a question for us? Hello. Hello. Hello, are you okay. hear me? You okay? Okay. <laughs> well, there's a young entrepreneur. Yeah. I it. Yes. Yes, it is my baby. He is my baby. That's good enough. How are you doing? Well, what? Well, Ricky, as we say, you never know what you're going to get when you're on a live show. But hey, uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneurs start young, don't they? I guess so. <laughs> that was funny. You know, the, and, and I think this is the thing that you're talking about here is we're talking about entrepreneurship. There is no absolute book as to what to do and how to do it. We have to make our own value and communicating that between our colleagues, as you're saying, is one of those things. What would be another way that somebody that's in their first uh, three to four years, as we were saying, could actually help move themselves forward? Ah, good topic. Good question. Because I actually have, I think I have a pretty good answer, right? Is, All right. Well, that's yeah. why I asked the question. Because yeah, if, so, if, no, if you don't, I don't know who does. So, yeah. So what another uh, different, I guess, approach that I've taken on building our business too is, I created an affiliate partner network, right? So again, you could call it a subcontractor network, right? But we, we, I like the word affiliate partner better. And what we did is because we're growing in other states and it's hard to have boots on the ground, I said, you know what? I'm going to reach out to other cleaning companies, um, small, medium size. You know, it can't really be too large of a company or a franchise. Those are probably difficult to work with because margins are tough. So we, we really target anybody who has is a mom and pop shop to probably up to 50 employees is a good fit for an affiliate partner because they're hungry, they're a business owner, they're gonna do their best to maintain the accounts that we give them. And at the same time, they're probably adapting to technology because that's a big piece for us is we need them to know tech. 
So like right now, I probably have 13 affiliate partners, which are, again, you could call them competitors. They're cleaning companies, right? They could go after this, my accounts if they wanted to, but we built a strong relationship with them. Uh, I create video training content for them. I give them access to the apps and the technology that we use, then they get to use them for free. So they almost get a taste of what a bigger operation looks like and works like. So then what's happened now is I have four out of those 13 that have now increased their revenue by over 200,000 a month just by working with us. And, and that and sounds like that's almost like an apprenticeship program yeah, or- you can call it or, that for or, sure. And, and what is wrong with doing something like that? You know, this is my question. Why, why aren't more people, you know, fostering more goodwill with other people? I don't see any downside to that. There's none. This has been the best thing that's ever happened to us as a company. Cause you know, it's, it's hard to find good talent and retain good talent, right? So for us, it's, we, we have a training program. We hire probably four to five new employees every month. Um, and, and, you know, but there's turnover, so our retention has got to be on point. But when you bring in some of these, you know, I've helped people get S-Corps, their LLC, get a name, create a website, go, you know, figure out what payroll company they should use, help them get their COI. Because by helping these people, we're paying it forward to them. Nobody was, nobody really helped me when I started. And and if I would have had the help, but I learned a lot giving back to these to these smaller companies they're rock stars now i got a team up in detroit this girl kicks butt you know i got a team out here that uh, i give i've given him seven accounts now because he's earned it he's he does his own inspections he listens to us he communicates he brings the rags in when they got to bring them in every week so it's and you could say well that's kind of like an employee right but but no we give them the flexibility and freedom to operate the way they want to operate I think all we got to do is just be good at teaching these other smaller businesses that want to grow. Here's the guide. This is our playbook. You could deviate a little bit if you want, but just know that this is what got us to be success, successful for now. Because I always say success was yesterday. You got to keep going. To, you got to keep driving for success because the, the company we had last year is bigger in size this year. And we got to learn how to run and operate this business all over again. That's what's crazy is you think you got it and now now you got to hire you know frontline management now you got to hire middle layer management or you didn't have that before so for me it's we're always learning new things and having to adapt to growth so somebody's going to come on the air and they're going to say well what's the difference between what you're talking about here and franchising yeah i've, I've been asked to franchise like seven times already in the last, in the last year and for so me, what's the difference well they're really because I, I came from a franchise too, Dave, too. I don't know if you know that, but in the beginning, I did have a cover-off franchise. So I learned a lot from them in the initial moment. So you could say the relation is there, but I don't, I, don't, I don't take franchise fees. I don't have a franchise agreement. I don't set up an agreement with, with many of them. I, again, I let them brand. What I do is I co-brand. I make, you know, because I have screen printing relationships, I make shirts that have both logos on there. You know, because who am I to tell somebody not to wear their logos when they may have other accounts they got a service that night? So we co-brand. Everything's just, it's like co. Everything, you know, everything we do together to help them grow because they're taking care of accounts that are ours. You know, as I've been mistreated in the beginning. I was a sub of a bigger company and these guys treated us like crap. You know, we wouldn't get paid for 60, 90 days. Like mm -hmm. it, it was crazy. Like how, how do you want me to take mm -hmm. care of your account if you don't even take care of me? 
Well, like we st like we said at the first of the show today here on Podbean Live, <laughs> we all have got some horror stories. And you know, I was a, a subcontractor back in the '80s for some people because I did floor care. They had office clean. They didn't do floors, so I did their floors for them. We had a perfect relationship. We have, there's subcontracting companies and websites and programs out there all the time. I think what you're talking about, though, is you're not just using them uh, to your means. You're actually helping them, which helps you, which helps everybody. And I think it's, that's the whole exactly. thing. A serial entrepreneur is not there just for their own sake. And this is why Ricky and, and your program, this is why it's successful, is it's not just for one. No, yeah, it's for it's for both sides. I mean, it's it, it truly, really is. I mean, yes, at times you could say, well, you know, I'll tell my quality control, I'm like, man, you guys are tough. But then they'll come back and say, well, that's the only way they're going to get better. And and it and it and it it's true. It's true. I'm I'm known as the nice guy here. I mean, I, I, I'm a somewhat of a pushover. That's why I don't make the hard decisions anymore. <laughs> Hello, Vicki. Uh, we're glad you're on the line with us. Do you have a question for Ricky or I? We're talking entrepreneurialship uh, with, uh, well, the cleaning industry, but hey, it can go for anything. If you have a question, type it in. Uh, we'd be glad to answer it for you. Ricky, of all the things that you've done, what's next? Uh, well, you know, route route is my my baby right now that I'm working on and and trying to again just another piece of tool that we can add to a lot of the SMB market, you know, small medium sized businesses, to allow them to grow and scale their businesses because I feel like if you're entering in this space and you're an entrepreneur, your end goal has to be to grow. It has to be to earn a living, be happy, build a company, hire employees, do things with your family. Uh, and you just, you need the, the right tools, you know, and I know I've got many tools that I've used to get to my, to my level, but there's just so many more that can help us improve. So that's, that's kind of my next thing. And also just continuing to help my, my family business, man. I, I love what I do every day and I, I'm having fun with it. I, I like the conversations that we have. I like the clients that we're going after. I, I just like the industry as a whole, man. It's, it's really just continuing to make a footprint in this industry is my the, the vision for me. Well, I love how you brought family back into it because I wanted to ask you a question. How did you keep your wife in the cleaning business this long? Oh, she's my right, she's my partner. She's my ride or die. She was literally like, we did everything together. She quit her job to, to do this. So she took a risk. And, but we've been together for over almost 18 night. Oh, she's going to kill me if I don't get this right. At the well, okay, no, wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Uh, folks, I, let me play some music. Let me hang, <laughs> hang on here. i got to give Ricky a chance. All right. So hang on. Think about this for a moment. We don't want to get Ricky in trouble here live on the air. I don't want to be the reason for a breakup of however many years it is. 19 years. Got it. 19 years. Okay, did you have enough time there? I didn't hear you. I heard you trying to say something, but I don't want to. I want to make sure you got it right now. Nineteen years, Dave. That's how long we've been together. So it's she's my best. Okay, let's not give out a date or a time because yeah. then you might get that wrong. Let's just go yeah. with the nineteen years. You know, yeah, and that's the thing that you know, women. You know, I have a lot of ladies that come to classes here at the academy, and they're as passionate about this. But I think they are also understanding that commercial cleaning is not what they were taught by their mother and their grandmother at home. And in those first few years, they're having difficulty with that. Yeah. They're, 
They're, say it again, I'm sorry. I got they're, they're, they're having difficulty with the fact that they can't clean commercially like they did at home, like they were taught by their mom and their grandma. And so I, I'm, I'm seeing some of the entrepreneurial women that are really struggling with this. And, and I was talking with somebody who's going to be on our podcast uh, uh, in next month, and uh, she's a motivator for women and entrepreneurs, not in the cleaning industry, but I think we really need to talk about you know, there is more to this being an entrepreneur than just cleaning and hiring. Oh, yeah. Well, there's an emotional side. There's a family side to keep this going. And as you said, for I don't know how many of the 19 years, but. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I don't even know if, if we touched on this, too, Dave, is I've got 17 family members that work at my comp at the Rosalado company. So did you say what? So, yeah, we got 17 family members that live or live that work. You know, I had my late father was my first employee. Um, I got my wife now, my brother, my cousin, uh, my my wife's brother, my wife's father, my wife's mother, my mother, my aunt, my uncle, um, my cousin. I get a second cousin. So I, I can go on and on. But yes, we have 17 family members. And it even goes further than that, where my director of operations is a best friend. His uncle works with us. His uncle's son works with us. So we have families within families in this organization. That's really what we attribute the success to is everybody cares. Everybody really cares about the name, the brand. I mean, you should see everybody wears the logo every day. I don't tell anybody to wear the uniform every day. They just love wearing the apparel and representing the brand. So it's- Because it's them. It's them, yeah. So, I mean, and, and residential is a whole other market. I, I failed at residential. We don't do any residential cleaning because it was too personal for a lot of the clientele. And we just didn't have that type of personnel at that time when we were starting. And, you know, it's... And I think you're making, a very, uh, you're making a very big distinction on this, Ricky, is because there has to be, we have to know. And, and, you know, here at the Academy, we only talk about commercial because residential cleaning and residential business and entrepreneurship is totally different than what you and I are talking about today. Very different. I mean, you're talking leaps and bounds different. And there's people that, <clears throat> that kick butt in residential mm -hmm. that would probably never make it in commercial side. Oh, absolutely. You're, 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 yeah, 100% correct. There, yeah. I mean, it's a total different business strategy. You work differently, hire differently, the mentality. And as you said it, there's a whole different character that goes with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what, uh, we've got another uh, um, deal that we got to do. We got on the show just a little bit uh, behind today, Ricky. I'm sorry that uh, the getting on this show was a little complicated. Hey, the That's next right. time when we get on, it'll be a little easier, it'll right? Be, it'll be easier now, I got, I got the app, I'm good. So you know what, since you talked about this, uh, when we go to, to uh, Baltimore next month, uh, you're gonna be there, I'm gonna be there, um, you know, we're going to have to get together and do a, a, a live stream podcast from the showroom floor. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be there. Uh, our booth number is 312. So let's, let's get you to stop by and then I'll stop over by wherever you're going to be to do this podcast. So, folks, we've been talking with Ricky from Chicago and his company, um, Regalano? Rosalato. Rosalato. Yep. You know, I've got one question. Yes. What is on your personal 
bucket list? Not business, but personal. Personal? Uh, I mean, I so I've been to to see the Northern Lights. My next bucket list with my wife and now my son. My son's about, he's going to be two years old this May. I want to go to South Africa. And I want to literally, you know, just, I want to be as close to the, to the wildlife as possible and, and have him enjoy this. Like this is growing up, I didn't get to travel and do a lot of things. So, you know, that's my next bucket list item is going to South Africa. Um, and, and my friends just went there. So my wife is a big outdoors type of woman. And I want to be able to give her that and, and my son and my family. I'll take my mom if she wants to, but I, I work so much. I don't travel that much. So I, I bucket list is just really traveling more. Well, you know, what's interesting as you say that, because um, two years ago, we had a gentleman come from South Africa, from the uh, U.S. Embassy. He came here all the way from South Africa for a four-day master's class. And I just got a note that he's going to be traveling back to be with us for another four-day master class. Uh, we're just so excited to have that. And as you said before, this is the power of somebody coming and working with you and here at the academy just like what you were talking with your services it's all about helping people and we both succeed that way that's it yeah i mean i always it's a it's a funny thing to say but it's true is when you you know everybody's in the business to make money right we always want to make that's that's a goal you want to make money but if you if our mission is to create jobs and i, I went that approach to say the more jobs we create well, guess what happens, right? If you're hiring somebody to work at an account, well, by default, that means that you won new business. So by default, you're making more money. So it's, but it's just a different way to look at it as far as, yes, it's, we're here to be, you know, to, to generate revenue, to, to, to make money. But if you just start looking at it a different way, it just, it makes things easier and everybody just kind of huddles around you and, and loves that purpose versus just the whole, it's all about making money purpose. So is that your last words before we leave? I was, I usually ask that, that but I think that was Boom. probably it. That was it. I think I just, I, I, I cut ahead. I nailed it for you. You just went right on into it, and I didn't have to do anything. I mean, <laughs> I like this already. Ricky, it was great having you on the show. Uh, hopefully we'll have you back, uh, well, you know, in probably less than, well, right at about 30 days. Less than 30 days we'll be up there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You want to give some numbers out or a website or something so that somebody's listening to this uh, podcast, uh, they could uh, reach out to you? Yeah, I say, I mean, there are two big websites I'd say to go check out, you know, and, and ping me if you need, if anybody needs any help or, you know, any advice on the industry. But check out our rosalatoservices.com. So it's R-O-Z-A-L-A-D-O services.com. And then check out the, the app and the software that we created for the whole, the, the front end sales, you know, as far as walkthrough, estimate, and the proposal generator, go to getroute.com, G-E-T-R-O-U-T-E. And then uh, just LinkedIn me, yeah, you know, just search me on LinkedIn and ping me and we can, uh, we can hook up and connect. And if you can't find any of those, just get hold of me, D. Thompson at academyofcleaning.com. Go to the Academy of Cleaning com find out any of our classes we are all over the web like everybody else we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on linkedin we're here with the podcast live we're going to have another episode we're going to be talking tomorrow to bill fellows at 11 a.m we're going to be live with him he's a regular on our show 
we're going to be talking about safety and chemicals. And on Monday, we've got another live podcast. We're going to be doing at 2 p.m. in the afternoon with Jerry. He's going to be talking, well, from a distributor's viewpoint, all about equipment. So, folks, you know, you've been on the show with us. You've heard us. We enjoy it. Like and share all the things that we do because that's what helps both of us. We're here to help you, just like Ricky said. Uh, This is a third-generation family business here. I don't know, Ricky. There's going to be a lot of generations of yours that's going to carry on there too. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is uh, this is this is this is going to be a long, long business business standing. That's for sure. That's great, Ricky. Thanks for being on this show. And folks, whatever you do, keep it healthy, positive, and proactive. We're out of here for today. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Thanks, Ricky. Thank you.